0: Hey Hey, Creepers!
1: creepers. Hoi!
0: This is Crime Creeps and Coffee. I'm Charlotte and I don't know what to say to be honest but yeah I'm an illustrator and Oh, I also have a business with Nick, and we sell retro video games and toys. Oh, if any of you guys fancy selling anything, just, you know, slide into our DM. Just a a nice
2: little plug there for you all. Uh, I am Steph, and I am a makeup artist, and I dive in everything from beauty all the way to creature effects, so um, if anybody wants to look like an alien or anything of that beautiful business, then I'm definitely the person to go to.
0: (laughs) You could always just turn Nick into an alien and post that all over our Instagram. Mm.
1: Turn me into a drag queen.
2: We have turned you into a drag bean before. You You look like a drag bean. A drag bean. A drag (laughs) bean. What about you, Nicholas? I'm Nick.
1: I am an artist and I run a business with Charlotte. So I think she already said that. (laughs) So I'm an artist. Let's leave it at (laughs) that. That's fine.
0: We're going to be covering UK true crime, paranormal, and UFO stories. Nick, of course, is going to be giving us your UFO weekly news. The best bit. Me and Steph are going to be swapping out between UFOs. No, we're not doing UFOs. We're going to be doing the paranormal and true crime. And this week, Steph is doing true crime, and she'll tell us all about that in a minute. And I'm going to be jumping into paranormal. (laughs) So, let's start on your horrific story. Before
1: we start, we need to say about the audio.
0: Not oh, big, yeah. But... Oh, okay. we, we got to admit, we did have about three hours of technical difficulties where the audio and microphone just did not want to work. So, if this sounds a little bit bad, then we apologise. It's
1: going to get better. It fingers will. crossed. It'll it's get
2: better.
0: better. It's fingers crossed. Basically, two of us are technophobes, and one of us barely knows what he's doing. So, okay. it's all good. It's all good. <laughs>
1: I don't know how to put a thing in a thing.
0: Yeah, there we go. So, Steph.
2: <laughs> okay, so this week we're going to go straight into our true crime. Um, my case for this week is uh, the story of The Murder of Tearsharp by Stuart Hazel. This story really got to me. Um, there's, a, there's a few moments in this story where um, it can be a little bit cringy. So, just so you're aware, guys, this will have a trigger warning uh, later on in the... Story, but
0: are you gonna tell us when that trigger warning yeah, is? I will let
2: you we know. Gonna,
1: have we got a picture of I it, mean,
0: so you can um, see, see we can We put yep. up the pictures on our Instagram, yep. But I will quickly find the pictures so Nick can see the gent. Well, I say gent, more like piece of shit. POS. Face. The POS's face is a bog
2: drag.
1: All oh, right, right, Smack
2: it Um, you know what? Close enough, close enough um he's definitely a drug addict so um yeah he's a he is a complex character and yeah it's completely harrowing so um shall we get into it guys yeah okay so i'll start off with the what actually happened rather than Starting off with the body and and okay. how it was found and whatnot, so we can kind of ease ourselves into it. So on the second of August, two thousand twelve, Tia, who uh, Tia Sharp, she was a twelve-year-old girl. Aww. Um yeah, she was a, she was a baby, bless her. She was a family family girl. She loved her family. Uh, they were a close-knit family. It was her. She lived with her mom, but she spent a lot of time with her grandparents and her grand grandmother's partner at the time. Stuart Hazel <laughs> Wait, yeah. grandmother's partner? So, grandmother's partner So it's like her step-grandfather Yeah, step-grandfather got the... How old was he? Astral. So Stuart Hazel himself at the time was 37 mm. So um, Wow, she was cougar in it Yeah How old was she? then? She was That's a very, very good question And I do have it written down somewhere
0: <laughs> We'll probably find out later
2: we She were. was older than him so. She was, yeah, she was older okay. Yeah, she was older, somewhere. Okay. We'll we'll, we'll probably find that out later. So, so, the night in question, the 2nd of August, 2012. It was school holidays. Everybody was on break. Tia, she was enjoying her school holidays as she was. She frequently went out with her grandparents and step-grandfather. Like, there were a team. They went out and did their you know, normal stuff. She trusted him and they had a loving relationship and everybody thought all was well in the sharp house. It was, it was, it was all kind of love and love and beautiful. So he, he ba- like, basically
0: she viewed him as another grandfather then?
2: Yeah, like absolutely. She idolised him. I mean, like there was, um, a, I'll tell you later on in the podcast, but she had a birthday party mm. and um, she ha- had the choice of choosing who she wanted to go to that birthday party and she chose Hazel to come to that birthday party as one of her invites so the bond was close they had a really close bond so on the night in question 2nd of august 2012 Tia was around her grandmother's house on a sleepover whilst her grandmother was away working for that night so she was on a night shift Mm -hmm. um she was away hazel said that uh, he wouldn't mind looking after her uh, until her grandmother came back and it was all beautiful and the night went really well yeah as far as everybody was concerned standard sleepover standard sleepover so christine rang home uh just checked to see if all was well um at the night time presuming christine's the grandmother right? yeah christine is the grandmother okay i
0: don't know <laughs> you just just in the face as if to say i You're got words like to...
2: okay so she was she rang home to see if um, everything was well Hazel answered the phone, Yeah, uh, said that all was well, um, they were playing on the PlayStation, to which Tears shouted in the background, No, nanny, I'm playing on the PlayStation. And then that was the last time that Tears' voice was ever heard by her grandmother.
0: Aww.
2: The day after. Uh, I really wonder what game she was playing. I don't know, you know, PlayStation. This was like 2012, so what was going about in 2012? 2012. On the PlayStation.
0: I really want in. to say it's Crash Bandicoot, but it's I mean, probably no, not. not Twenty
1: twelve, yeah, like but PS three.
0: So. Oh, Spyro, no,
2: Spyro. just all of the adventure games. <laughs> yeah,
0: all of the cool, kid-friendly games. Heavy Rain, no, no, that's <laughs> terrible. How
2: maybe, obvious. <laughs> maybe she was playing Heavy
0: Rain, the murder. And Hazel thing. was
1: like tutting at the
0: serial killer away Yeah, maybe. Oh, God. Rubbing his hands together. Oh, God. getting ideas. By the way, guys, we respect the victims fully, and we never, ever want to make light of a situation, but it's a case of either cry or laugh, and if we don't laugh about it, then these people, these vile, horrible people, are getting away with much more than just taking somebody's life. It's harrowing. It's harrowing. It's horrid, and you kind of have to make a horrible joke about it, just to line it back up. It's not that we mean disrespect. Absolutely all. not.
2: No, 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 no. There's no victim shaming or anything of that. Oh, God, just, no, no. Like that. Sorry, Steph, carry on. Yeah, so the day after, Christine came back from um her night shift um in the morning to find that Hazel was up and about. Hazel said that Tia had left for Croydon, uh, for Croydon shops that morning to buy herself some new flip-flops. So she'd gone out shopping. Go shopping. Yeah, she, she left that morning to go buy some flip-flops. On her own? Yeah, on her own. She took the tram and very went to, to Croydon.
0: Hands, no, she was 12, weren't she? She was
2: 12. That is quite that young, that to is very young to go to the, the,
1: gardens, are
2: there, the mm. Anyway, yep. Yeah. no, no, no. She fully went, apparently, according to Hazel, she went out on her own to the shop to buy some flip-flops. Okay. Very
0: specific item as well.
2: Yeah, and he gave her £10 as well towards these flip-flops. You'll see that he's so specific in these stories that he kind of comes up with. It's it's very specific kind of details. Um, I'm gonna
0: lie; I have never seen a pair of flip flops for a tenner, but okay. I mean, hey, it depends That's on expensive flip flops. That's very expensive flip flops.
2: Well, she went to go buy flip flops with this tenner, okay. apparently. Okay. So when she didn't return home by six p.m. later that evening, Christine called Tia's mother, Natalie Sharp, and asked if she was uh, she had returned home. To which she replied, "No, she's not seen her. She's not been had any contact or anything of that sort." The family met up and started to look for Tia and tried the the fun fair. Apparently, they, um, according to Hazel, they split up around this fun fair. They went separate ways. They checked all the rides and they specifically looked around this fun fair and drove around until around ten p.m. that night to make sure that she wasn't running late. And um, they checked home, they checked this fun fair just in case yeah. she would sort of run off to the the fair kind of thing to which they had no luck in finding her. After this, uh, they rang, text messaged her, they Facebook messaged her, um, but they got no reply. There was nothing. The The, the calls weren't going through. Really. It was just they weren't getting any reply. Okay. They went to the police station after to report her missing. Hazel accompanied them, playing the concerned grandfather. He was, so he played the role yeah, well then, he yeah? He really played it well. But, as it turns out, he knew where he was. She was for the whole entire ordeal.
1: People the because normally do involve. Them. In the, the
0: they, they say it's that, yeah, bad. that's one of the, the- Top, like a lot of criminologists uh, say that, and well, criminal psychologists no, was two say. two girls,
2: what was it? Um, the Ian Huntley murders. Yeah, exactly, he was really involved, wasn't he? All we'll be covering.
0: Yeah. We'll be covering him probably on another podcast because he.
2: <coughs> was an interesting case.
0: He is a very interesting case, and I think from all of our childhoods, we can remember that murder mm-hmm.
2: like it was yesterday. Yeah. So after after they've been to the police station, that's when it all started to unravel, essentially, because there were there were holes in the story and he just started doing some funny things shall we say oh dear! are you
0: gonna please tell me you're gonna explain that further yeah
2: absolutely okay
0: okay okay
2: so this is hazel's uh, uh recollection of the events this is what he told police and this is what he was to- telling um everybody that that was listening to the story so for this bit i'm going to show you a quick video okay of his interview so this interview he gave to itv news the the story went national the news picked it up and it was a very heavily covered case so this is his full interview so this is where he's he's starting to explain himself i won't go through well, i won't take you through the whole 10 minutes i'll take you through the the main bits but this is him trying to explain what actually happened okay. he's come down
0: uh, and about after oh, 10, 11, something like that maybe. Because I, I know she was on about going up to Portland uh, and she wanted to get up early. She picked a, uh, her mum's DS up, played the DS for a little while. I said, well, we're going to have some breakfast. So she, I made her some toast and she had the toast and then she wanted a sausage roll because she's always eating sausage rolls. Uh, uh, basically then, she was sitting there. She doesn't take her washing up out, so I took her washing up out. Um, just started doing a little bit of washing up in the kitchen. She was in there, she was, as I was hoovering, then she walked out, the, she walked past me from the front room to go out and she walked out the front door.
1: That is all I know. Well, unnecessary, extraneous detail in that, isn't Yeah, it? it's, I mean,
0: it's kind of like he was... um He'd rehearsed what he was going to say. Yeah. I
1: mean, like, most people would say, I made her some food, she went upstairs, I did a bit of cleaning. You wouldn't,
0: she was you in a bit of a
2: grump and that. Yeah, the phone was every entry.
1: single bit of how you clean the downstairs house that just seems mm. unnecessary.
2: That's it. The level of detail that this guy went into on his interview was insane. Do you want to know what the most horrible thing about that interview was? Tia's body was... Twelve feet above his head, and he knew that throughout the entire interview. Oh, where was that filmed? Where, yeah, where was it? That was filmed in their house. Oh right.
1: Okay. Oh, that explains the dog barking. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, there was a dog barking.
2: Yeah. What? So, Tear's body was twelve foot above his head whilst he did that interview.
1: So, where was it? Where was it hid?
2: <laughs> this is it. He went into unnecessary detail, um, and but throughout the whole entire time, she was literally twelve feet above his head.
0: See, that's just so fucking wrong and he showed no remorse at all no. in that like he, well if anything he, he was playing the victim card like I want yeah. my tenor back who says that you, yeah. no, I
1: think he was, he was saying that's trying like um,
0: light in the mood, cause not not in the not mood really
1: lighting it's not really light in the mood no, it's not light in the mood it's like um, you know like an appeal to Tia if she He's talking as if he's talking to her but obviously you know, she's dead but it's to yeah. give the impression that he's talking to her no, it's no, kind just kind of
2: Think it's oh, well, creepy, creepy as it. fucking hell. It is creepy. So
1: what was she in the loft?
2: A... Yeah, so that was on the 7th of August that mm-hmm. interview was. So after that um after that interview, um, and it went out on national TV. I mean, I remember seeing it on my TV. Do you guys remember <clears> seeing it? I remember I don't know the full story, but I remember no. watching my mum and dad watch clips of it yeah, and stuff like that was on the news. National news. So during that time after that interview, after that TV plea, Hazel's neighbour had rang up police and said that he had saw Tear leave Hazel's house that morning to walk into town. Is that the person he's mentioning in that interview? That that person's no neighbours don't have anything to do with it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was
0: he's in that interview, he said that somebody saw her walking down the
2: street. Yeah, is that
0: the neighbour that neighbor. saw her? Okay, yeah,
2: absolutely. So that led police away from the house, as it would do. As it would do because
0: they've got a explore every
2: avenue and not only that but after that tv plea there was 55 sightings to have been reported of of people seeing tia in town which that happens as well yeah absolutely they watched over 800 hours of cctv footage because of those reports and because of that witness statement of tia going into town so that's a lot of time dedicated to misdirection basically Yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely so over a period of eight days from the second uh, uh when she originally went missing before he was arrested um, and, and found out the police searched hazel's house four times second time uh, they bought in dogs um they they searched the house like they couldn't how find anything they, how
0: did they miss a body yeah
2: no they couldn't find anything there was nothing dogs went in and had they couldn't she, find okay you, you're
0: probably gonna tell us later but yeah
2: had he moved her no 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 left her in like the same mm. same
0: position dogs didn't pick
2: her up. No dogs didn't pick her up. No, no. Maybe
0: because it smelled so much like tea, because she was there so much that they were just.
1: Yeah, confused. but the cadaver dogs are trying to find a uh, death, not not a person or
0: that. Uh, were they cadaver <laughs> dogs though, or were they just scent dogs? As well, far I as guess one... at
1: that point they didn't know if she was dead or alive. So yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I probably just because the ha- like my head then went just was like oh there's so much of tea's scent in that house that they just got confused mm. maybe and didn't pick up
2: on the fact that she was as you've said, in the yeah. frickin' attic. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's, it's totally baffling. I yeah. mean, to not pick up on that sort of thing.
1: And the grandmother lived in that house as well. The
2: grandmother lived mean. in that house, yeah, absolutely. She was she was there as well. So, um, again, throughout this entire thing, um, Hazel still played the concerned grandfather. Um, he was seen on national news holding candles and also wearing a missing tear T-shirt hmm. and walking down the street with candles in his hands and, and, and doing, uh, what are they, residuals? With, like oh, uh, visuals. Visuals, Yeah. Visuals. yeah. Got that. We got that. So yeah, he was wearing uh, t-shirts and uh, with a picture of t- a tear on it saying "Miss uh, Missing" for national news. Then on the tenth of August, two thousand and twelve, Hazel gets out of bed early, gets dressed, goes downstairs, and leaves the house with no words. Christine's in bed at this time, the grandmother, so she's like, well, "What's going what doing on?" Yeah, she was. She didn't really think anything of it, but at the same time, she was just like, "Why are you up so early?" Yeah. <laughs> so he's a
0: Sunday lay-in.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's just it was a bit odd. But when she woke up that morning, she woke up to a strong putrid smell that she couldn't find the source of. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, and it what was it August?
2: Uh August. Yeah, so it was oh. hot.
0: Oh, it was hot. In a lot it- I was gonna say in a, in like the last space where heat rises. Oh, yeah.
2: This is this a played, poor girl This played into the, the the identification of her as well because obviously in heat identification of like yeah of that the the, the kind of decomposition would have been.
1: So how long was this before between sh- when she went missing and how? So and
2: she went missing on the second of August and she got found on the tenth. Oh, also. so only a week. Yeah, but yeah, heat but in that, in, heat, in heat and damp as well, because yeah. the lofts are quite damp. Oh, the decomposition on that
0: poor girl. But the
2: way that she was found was interesting. So, Christine says she was remember waking up to a strong putrid smell. She rang up there, the police and they came They came in for their fourth and final look of the house, which led to the discovery of Tears' body in the loft. The body was wrapped in a black bed sheet that was then wrapped in black bin bags and then was taped into a cocoon. It was tucked away in the loft base in the rafters and then surrounded by loft stuff. So I don't know debris of junk, and lofty. And I, yeah, 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 yeah. This Christmas decorations, basically,
0: which is what yeah. you
2: normally stick in the loft. Absolutely. But the body was so decomposed. Um, they had to use dental records to confirm it was here oh because she was poor that baby girl. Yeah, it was. Not surprising after only a week. Uh, but
0: you've got to think of the humidity. Yeah, no, but thought. still,
1: that's that's still quite quick.
0: And that smell. Yeah. Yeah. Smell,
1: especially not being left open to the elements. Absolutely. So it is. It is surprising that they're they're.
2: She's Uh, compressed uh, as well, because she's cocooned mm. into a... Yeah. And because she's, it's... 12 years old, guys, 12 years old. I just, uh, like, I just, it it baffles me, baffles me. I hate freaking humans. Yeah, P.O.S. Absolute piece of shit. Yeah. Is that what P.O.S. stands for? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, P.O.S. is. Okay, fair enough. Piece of
1: shit, there
2: we go. Okay, fair enough. So, after they'd obviously discovered the the body, there was only really one suspect on their mind, which was Hazel. Police started to search for Hazel, obviously he'd left that morning, so they had no idea where he was. He was later on arrested, awes- arrested. A- he was arrested in Cannon Hill Common in Morden after he was seen on CCTV buying a bottle of vodka from the local store. So he was caught on um, CCTV buying vodka after the after the fact. Makes me never want to drink vodka again. Yeah. The cashier recognised it was Hazel and rang it in. He- <laughs> <laughs> but you still drink the vodka. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm still going to enjoy my coffee. Yeah,
0: um, Coffee vodka That is an actual thing, by the way What, coffee vodka? Coffee it's
1: vodka It's like if you found out he drank coffee, that would put you off coffee, shall
0: Oh no, coffee is fuel of life
1: no, And
0: as both of you know, s- I have an addiction to
2: coffee Yeah, <laughs> we drink a lot of coffee Yeah
1: Sorry, Steph, continue
2: So, Hazel was arrested at 8.25pm that evening Good, piece of shit absolutely so police also arrested at 11 55 pm later uh, that evening uh they also arrested tia's grandmother christine on the suspicion of murder they oh. also yeah they sus- they suspect they suspected suspected yeah words <laughs> oh, <laughs> so they they suspected um the grandmother of being sort of involved oh like an accomplice yeah oh, but house suspicion house of the murder yeah they Also arrested the neighbour, Paul Meehan, on suspicion of assisting an offender. Which, yeah, because Because he told them that Tia walked away. So they thought he purposely led away investigators.
1: Okay, did he ever explain why he
2: said that? It doesn't say why he said that, but he was later acquitted. So it, 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 it sounds like it was just an honest mistake. That he saw a young
0: girl that yeah. fitted Tia's description walking yeah. down the street, and his brain put the two and never two together. Never
1: came out that Hazel threatened him or asked him
2: No, to nothing, a, or him or him nothing like that. that nothing. So it like could that. have been just a god's honest mistake. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, along with the fifty-five other people that cited her. that, yeah, yeah. that After True. that thing. Yeah. So the Nan, uh, Nan Christine and Paul Mehan were subsequently bailed at six six seven p.m. the next day, but was not allowed to see family in in the in the rest of the case. Um, yeah, so that they can't cross-contaminate
0: the information that's being given.
2: Yeah. yeah fair enough. Uh, Commander Neil Basin um, apologised to Tears' mother for the delay of finding her child's um, child body and put it down to human error and reviewed the situation uh, so that they could ensure that that kind of error didn't happen again. At least they apologised, though. That is yeah. one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made like a public well, sort well, he of... Didn't,
1: he didn't kill again, so it wasn't like anybody else was true. No. directly...
0: Um, Uh, Yeah, at least it wasn't, as horrible as it sounds, at least it wasn't multiple I mean, if they
1: were going on somebody saying she left fifty-five other reports, that's where the main focus is going to be, isn't it? Yeah The idea that they, yeah yeah,
2: They went on, like, other people's accounts of this situation Yeah Which, unfortunately, just led it to be longer than it should have been
0: Yeah
2: Hence why the neighbour was arrested
0: Yeah at least he was acquitted because he made a mistake.
2: Yeah, the sad thing about this was so, uh, Tia's mother wasn't actually allowed to see the body of Tia. She saw she oh, the only visuals that she had of Tears' body after the event was Tears' body being wheeled out um, of Hazel's house um, on the news. So she watched her baby being wheeled out of the house in a in in her like little body. I take
1: it last year because of no. how badly.
2: Because decomposed. of how decomposed she was, I yeah, it. and to see it on the news as well. That's yeah. your first account of that, that. image. Yeah. I, I kind of
0: feel like the police should have pre warned her that you may see this in the news. Oh, then
1: she didn't get any warning, they must have given they must her, have. they there she, must have been, they, been something, they, they must yeah. have said she, they found it.
2: Yeah, because like as far as I'm aware, with like the whole kind of media thing, you're not allowed to to, to do anything without the consent of people who was involved in those images. So I would assume that she would have, have had to do not. some. I doubt she just sat down for a cup of tea and. Oh no no no! Not like on the news. <laughs> no, I know, but like they would yeah. have to have permission to use the images, I suppose, because yeah. it's involving their family.
0: Mm. No, I don't think it would be. No, I don't think it's like that. I think it's more like when it's a, a crime story like that, I think they do, they don't have to. I don't know. Are you sure? I yeah. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know about news media
2: outlets and stuff like that. I'm going to
0: quickly Google it. Carry on. Carry on.
2: Okay. So this is where Hazel's story starts to change and he starts to shoot himself in the foot, basically. so after his arrest and after they discovered the body and after the whole event Hazel changes his story too. Tia fell down the stairs whilst they were playing she got back up and thought and he thought nothing more of it Hazel passed out from drinking alcohol uh, so he was super intoxicated he's numerous years of alcoholism he's he has a problem really so he passed out drunk and then when he woke up Tia was dead on the floor he felt so guilty that he didn't want to, that he didn't attend her fall, he couldn't bring himself to tell the family. Okay. Police didn't buy it, obviously, as next to Tia's body, when they found her, clothes that she was wearing during the time of the murder include including her broken glasses, that indicates the scuffle.
0: Fuck, breaking the glasses. That's got to be some force, because I yeah. wear glasses. You wear glasses.
2: Yeah. So why? And what?
0: there's many a times where I've accidentally dropped my glasses in a drunken
2: state, and they've not broken so to yeah. break them yeah I mean this is this is where so just as a warning guys this is where we're going to get into the 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 details of it all so definitely a trigger warning with this guys because it these details can are a little bit disturbing
0: oh quickly sorry yeah. just to recap they they can In criminal journalism, as far as I've just found on Google. Oh, okay. In criminal journalism, they don't have to, because the news are pretty much there, they don't have to pre-tell you. If something's been found, okay. But normally they like the police on the scene first. Obviously, because the um, news are pretty much reporting straight on, and to get the first story, they don't have to notify the like the victim's family as such to start off
2: with. So she really just found out on the news then. I doubt.
0: I doubt it because not you've got to see like the pictures. Yeah, the pictures. She probably saw the pictures before she'd gone down to the morgue or the coroner's office or anything, and that was probably. Yeah, like you said, the first time she saw her little baby girl. Yeah. But she would have been notified by the police because they have to no- the police have to notify you straight away. Right away yeah that's mm-hmm. what I've just found on google anyway so okay. I'm only going
2: google quoting yeah I'm not a news official but that's me google quoting Okay? Yeah. so that's, what I'm, that's what's on the Tinter website. web yes so yeah this next bit is I've just underlined fucking brutal basically <laughs> so
0: again trigger warning yeah
2: trigger warning
0: skip ahead guys if you do not want to hear these details yeah
2: when the police were searching for evidence they came across a memory card that was well hidden in the crook of a door, sh- door frame in Hazel's household downstairs. So the the sort of the, just a, a, a gap in the between the wall and the door frame. This this card contained deleted and undeleted images and videos. Oh God, please no. Here we go. These mostly contained. Oh God. Videos of. Hazel videoing Tia sleeping. But when he videoed her sleeping, he moved back when she stood, but he also made a prominent feature on the videos of his shadow on the wall looking over Tia as she slept in her bed.
0: Okay, that's
2: not fucking creepy in the slightest yeah no i mean we're just warming into this guys we're warming into it oh (sighs)
0: no by your facial expression i'm gonna hate
2: this yeah 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 yeah. we're getting there but there's a few there's a few things on this card other videos included provocative videos of hazel gyrating his ass in front of the camera inappropriately inappropriately using tears belongings as shall we say Toys. Oh, well, he, say, he
1: was putting things inside
2: it. Yeah, he oh, yeah. what? Yeah, he was putting tears' belongings. It. D- I couldn't find anywhere that said what it was. So he
0: inserted her belongings. Yeah,
2: into his own body. Yeah, up his ass. Up his ass. It's <laughs> just and gyrating in front of the camera to that's show right. it off. That's a bit odd, isn't it? That's yeah, a bit. There is
0: something tapped. Well, there is something tapped about. But that's just wrong. Yeah. Oh, now. I mean, Right. I, I yeah, a sick perversion of my mind would like to know what kind of objects no. because I can't.
2: I look. I googled it. Like I looked. I
0: don't. But no. at the same time, I don't want to know. No. no.
2: Gross. No. Just just no. Just no. All the no. The last deleted file that was <sighs> retrieved by IT experts. So yeah. this was deleted from the from the memory card, and yeah. they've retrieved this. This was a photo. Oh, God. This photo was a picture of Tia. Oh, God. She was naked on all fours. What? With everything on show to camera. And oh. the picture was taken from behind. Oh, baby girl. Now, this is the bit that was... It just gives me shills. So forensic experts studied this photo and they conclude that this pope picture no, was taken no, after death no because of the hypostasis that was was forming that on tears body so which her, is so she was in rigor
0: mortis yeah. he fucking posed her body yeah,
2: yeah in front of the camera she was blood pooling at the top of her thighs that's how they could tell that she was like this was after death
0: oh baby girl
2: piece of shit. Yeah, absolute arsehole. Obviously this was a trophy photo for him that prolonged his enjoyment about the whole entire ordeal.
1: So he kind of obviously had a fetish for for taking photos and videos from this was the final... Oh, this but, uh, is
2: it sick. so this oh, actually turns out to be something that Hazel's been fantasising about for a while on his phone they checked his phone um, and they they ser- they saw the searches for incest porn daddy daughter porn porn with young girls in glasses so basically everything that Tia was describing yeah absolutely and this is another bit as well this is another bit his last search for that kind of thing was after her death
0: Oh, my God.
2: So he was still reliving the moment. Fantasising about it. After the ordeal. Was there any sort of
1: hint that he sexually abused her? When she no. was dead or anything? Or
2: sexually, did... when dead, yeah, absolutely. Because that, um, as, you know, post also...
1: or, or before she was killed, was she sexually abused, right? Well,
2: this is it. So police also found a vibrator that had Tia's DNA blood sample on it. So they obviously concluded that it was used to a sexually assaulter. Oh, okay. Yeah, 12. she was twelve. I mean, yeah. I mean, she sounds. She was a, a lovely girl. She was well respected in the family. She was well loved by friends. She was a little girl at the yeah. end of the day. Absolutely, there was nothing untoward about her whatsoever. Did it
1: come out that he? Peed? sexually abused her before this really. that was it
2: that was it because they had such a close bond they the, there was nothing like this before there, there was no activity of that and uh, as well Tia oh. was an outspoken person so um, you'll see sort of later on as we kind of conclude but she she was she didn't take any shit off, any, off of anybody basically yeah. <laughs> she was matter of fact she, she knows was, what rights from a wrong she would have said something before.
0: yeah and there was no personality change well, I mean, in her some, as well which is a like symbolization she of loved abuse in.
2: but
1: sometimes, she sometimes, sometimes yeah but sometimes people uh, yeah. uh, kids you know as she it came can, out with michael jackson that kids can Defend. Could, yeah, could the point been, defending. she could have
0: been conditioned to think that that was normal. Well, but you don't know, you can't speak on Tia's behalf, no. so you
2: can't know as far all as, the details. Though, no, absolutely. But as far as, as research and as far as family acknowledgement goes, mm. everything was normal in the sharp house. So this was, it sounds like an accumulation of fantasy kind of just boiling off and then he acted on his impulses when he was drunk and high off of weed.
1: Yeah. did they conclude there was maybe a fantasy gone wrong did he did he mean to kill her or was it
2: so yeah what they kind of concluded was that again it was it was just an accumulation of, of sexual desire he made an advance on tia and tia was just like no how do
1: they know this did he say this?
2: this this is what this is what psychologists and sort of psychoanalysts of the situation have concluded from from a watching videos b primary interviews and also his body language and also what probably could have happened. So they sort of speculate that Hazel was drunk. He had been smoking weed and he did it on impulse. He just flipped, really. He He kind of went for it.
1: Was he a a hard drug user as well? Because from the photos, he does have that sort of hard drug
0: sort
2: of look I I do have a list of his... Previous. previous oh is this
0: the stuff he was on about in the in, in
2: that yes. interview where he was like oh there's stuff in my, in past. my past absolutely there, he has a fruitful past like it's very colorful piece of shit yeah absolutely it was yeah he has a colorful past but none of this was sort of brought up um to the family they it was sort of swept under the rug or they thought it. to you yeah they they point that i sort of got from the grandma was we didn't just sweep him up off of the streets kind of thing Yeah. So So they knew, but they put it under the carpet. Yeah. So forensics uh, concluded that he he sort of acted out of uh, of impulse. And yeah. So that was the last thing that they sort of found on the video um, was that picture. And that was the damning end of evidence that that sort of was like, that sort of, that had photos of Tia um, post-death. Post-mortem. Post-mortem. And and sort of was the nail in the coffin, I suppose, for that sort of case. Mm. So So not intended. Not intended. Kind of. I mean, it was there. (laughs) I'll accept it. So, uh, the Christie grandma was uh, cleared, um, but Hazel pleaded not guilty.
1: Did he plead not guilty in terms of insanity, or was it just a not guilty? Just
2: a not not guilty plea, he didn't do it. So, this is the court proceedings and what happened um, in court. So, on the 26th of November, it was announced that Hazel would face trial in May 2013.
0: On the Sorry, wait, what year did she get murdered? 2012. Okay, okay.
2: So May two thousand thirteen, it was uh, Hazel would have would face a trial in two thousand thirteen okay. because of his is non guilty. Yeah, yeah. So fifth of February two thousand thirteen, uh, the neighbor uh, the neighbor meehan was charged with wasting police time. So he was charged with that for wasting police time and okay. calling them away from the situation. Yeah, but on well, that implies 20...
1: that the police thought it was more than just a mistake. Surely. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Because you two said earlier it could be. It mis- could have been a mistake. But if they charge him with oh, that, they must have had reason to think that he was either doing, well, it's, it's wasting police time, so maybe they thought he made it up rather than him. They'd, they'd give him some more sort of serious charge if they thought he was colluding with a killer, wouldn't they? Be, yeah. The accessory or something. Yeah. The British version of
2: but no, he was definitely charged with it. However, he was released on bail on the 28th of February 2013. On the 8th of March 2013, Hazel pleaded not guilty again. He was he was still adamant that he had nothing to do with it. It was it was completely... It was, yeah, it had nothing to do with it. The trial started on the 7th of May 2013, before the judge... Now, I love this guy's name, like Justice Nicole. I love a judge that's name is Justice.
0: Was it a male or a female? No, well,
2: they're all called Justice. That's yeah, are
0: Justice of the Peace, isn't it? No, I thought that's his no, first that's,
2: name. No, no, that's their title.
0: Yeah, that's their title. That's not their I'm first not... name. They don't. They're not called. <laughs> no. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's not like Judge render <laughs> oh or anything. God. Over here, they're called Justices. Oh my God. Yeah, they're not called like Judge render or Judge Judy. No. They're called Justice because it's Justice of the Peace. Oh, okay. Or justice of something. Oh, I
2: thought he had a really cool no, first no. name then. It well, might have been my
0: justice profession. N- <laughs> Nicole. Nicole, is that a man or a woman? Uh, male. Yeah,
2: no,
1: Nicole can be a second, but no, just this, just a first. Now it <laughs> oh, might be shit. <laughs> somewhere, but no, that's that's the. But in
2: this oh. case, no, oh, no. They, oh, Okay, all right. Well noted for next time. <laughs> so during the trial, mm. um, Alessa was uh, that Hazel had wrote to his father um, was read out, and it had some damning words uh, with resolve uh, with regards to the case. Uh, he he said in this quote, "It was one mistake where he where his whole world." Collapse. So yeah, he was. Uh, he made one mistake where his whole world collapsed, and that was sort of like him. It was sort of like an admission because it was in written form, and he, yeah. he wasn't accepting it. It was kind of like it was one mistake. But yeah, like oh, this I. That
1: he wrote this letter after he'd been charged.
2: Yeah, he wrote this letter to his dad explaining what was going on. Yeah, and he, he said he made one mistake. Okay. So that's kind of I admitting swear. it, just admit it oh, to the family. But, yeah. It is quite vague, but at the same time, it doesn't really say I wasn't uh, there at the time of the murder. It's not me. I've never done this. That, yeah. if, if
0: you're not guilty, you would send that in a letter to your dad instead of going, oh, it was one mistake. Yeah. No, you'd be like, I never did this. This wasn't me. Yeah. One mistake. One,
1: one mistake. one mistake. That's quite almost narcissistic to only say I've made one mistake.
2: I mean, yeah, he doesn't really come Considering across. Considering you've worst... got a whole
1: list of things that you're going to explain soon about what yeah. he's
2: done <laughs> his in his past, past. mistakes. What yeah. he's done is a whole piece of paper in itself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't the most humblest of humblest humblest is the word. Yeah, I think humble. so. Yeah, humble. Yeah, he wasn't the most humble of characters. On the 13th of May 2013, Haynes, Hazel changed his plea to guilty.
1: Because he realized he was up shit creek without a paddle.
2: That's paddle it, button. absolutely. I mean the judge actually said later on uh, when he was convicting him that your plea came on day 5 of the trial. You said you wished to avoid causing the family any more further suffering, but they still had to endure the four days of the trial. So yeah. it, he was they were basically saying you're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's too too little too late basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he pleaded guilty. On the 14th of May 2013, Hazel was sent down for a minimum of 38 years. He will be Seventy-five before this bastard can get out and uh, apply for parole. <laughs> Shouldn't we even be able to get the fuck out. No, it's gonna be—it's gonna be an old man by the time he could potentially get out.
1: Was <laughs> it only the one charge that was brought against him? Cause I think yeah. Normally, murder was what, thirty, isn't it for I don't know. I'm just pulling that out of
2: my mind.
0: But I think, I think what, what was what was he charged with murder
2: first degree murder
0: so he's probably charged with like second degree and everything else as well this is his well, only murder
2: this is his only murder yeah
0: but sec- like there's different tiers I, I don't know the full legal scale of it but no there's like, only it's, one tier no there's not you get first degree murder you get second degree oh and, oh. and I third I, I
2: thought you meant
0: tier g- as in tier the... no, no. No, no, no 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 tier as in T-I-E-R okay alright <laughs> there's not multiple tiers we know that I mean yeah but yeah no there's okay. I think there's Different tiers of like the, the sentencing you get, right? And he might have had like first degree murder, and then second degree murder, and then grievously uh, body harm. No, it's
2: just
1: so, people when you tend to plead guilty before a trial you can you can enter into a plea bargain and yeah you get a, yeah, a
2: reduced sentence but, but because, he didn't do that so he'd get the full extent of it yeah. anyway so he got a minimum of 38 years so he is spending a minimum of 38 years in prison he's not mm-hmm. going out before then yeah so yeah he, he yeah he'll be 75 before he can apply for a parole so the judge sort of ended and concluded his trial with i come back to the question of whether it can be sure that it was sexual motivation was involved or whether it was pre meditated so he wasn't sure whether it was him acting on sexual impulse or whether it was premeditated but like obviously he was playing with Tia throughout this entire the, the entire time before her nan sort of heard of laughing and joking he was he was seen on cctv buying her some sweets from a corner store as well so you know it was very much he was sort of. It, it didn't look anything fishy prior to the murder. Family man, doting who's... man. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's then... obviously he obviously played this image up for such a long time because she trusted him wholeheartedly. Yeah. Like, I actually found out as well. So Hazel was with Tia's mother for a couple of weeks before what, in a he... sexual relationship, as in like they were together. Really? Like they were oh. together.
1: So he was banging the mum and the grandmother
2: well in she, essence, he, yes. Yeah. I mean he, he was with the mum for two weeks and then he got with the grandma for they were together for five, six years. Oh right, okay. So he started with the mum and then sort of
1: Oh, so they weren't at the same
2: time. No 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 So no, maybe no, 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 no. so
0: maybe the like that to me is maybe he just stuck around for tea. Which sounds horrible. Mm. It's terrible. But it does happen. Yeah, it's it, it Oh, I hate fucking I hate child predators. I hate murderers, but that's mm, Yes. Yeah. it's just it's terrible. Cool. It's awful. But
1: the posing is implies a quite specific fetish.
0: that it's is it's a not very like specific fetish, yeah.
2: I mean, especially like the the Google search well the, the searches, I don't know whether it was necessarily off of Google. I mean I don't know whether Google has those okay. kind of Pink. results. But
1: Google, you no need to go the places to find that kind well, like, of stuff. But he's definitely reading. So well, incest it, you... incest, but I mean I guess you get well, porn sites will have like play yeah. acting versions, yeah, yeah. but uh, people pedophiles know where the real sort of yeah, stuff is Like and the dark web. Yeah.
2: but he did it on his mobile, so obviously everything was cookied Oh, right. Okay. Because so maybe
1: not the
0: dark. He's web, not maybe. the smartest. He's oh, not <laughs> the smartest cookie. Yeah Ah, coffee. <laughs> so, but one. what was his like other charges, kind of thing? Yeah. Like, so his other...
1: history.
2: Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Or so this is where it sort of because the media and whatnot was starting to dig into Hazel's past and whatnot. It it sort of came to light that he had a bit of a troubled childhood. Although I do strongly sort of say that not having having a troubled childhood does not lead to. It's like
0: it's like I've always said: you can have a troubled childhood. Yeah. If you really think you're going to go down the wrong way, go and seek medical help. Yeah,
2: there's avenues out of this. Yes. I mean, and, and we don't have to murder to, to deal with our troubled past. No. Well, so- it,
1: it, I mean, it came from obviously a generation where probably troubled kids probably weren't treated appropriately. I mean, probably wasn't much help. I'm not excusing it, I'm just saying. No, In fact, no. when he was a child, if he was a troubled child, he probably wouldn't be able to get some kind of uh, still,
0: help, really. As an adult, you
2: can go and seek help. Yeah, of
1: course, but he's also a drug addict, so his mm, personal responsibility levels yeah. isn't, isn't, aren't probably that high.
2: True. So Hazel had a troubled past, well troubled childhood. He went into care from a young age, his dad was in prison and his mother was a sex worker. Okay. He was involved in petty crime, he was drunk from the age of 13, so he'd been drinking since teenage years, and he was often trouble at school. His first conviction was at the age of 14. He later ended up homeless in Soho and claimed that he was raped at the age of 16.
0: What was his first conviction for? What's that it I doesn't say,
2: but it's just petty crime things and what, so he's his continual Petty crime ness gathered he on it.
1: Raped by a chap.
2: One would assume. Well, no, no, no. One wouldn't assume. Oh no, I would assume that he was raped by a man. Well,
1: that's the assumption.
2: Okay. Yeah, it, there was, but there wasn't couldn't. any speci- specifics as to who did that. Okay. It's also, it was claimed as well that he was raped. This wasn't proven. It's was just his his word on oh, this. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, he has a history of depression, self harm, suicide attempts, and drug use, cannabis and coke, and alcoholism. So, shake your back. Yeah, psychologists concluded that Hazel fulfilled fulfilled the criteria for unsocialized conduct uh, disorder, which is a person uh, who is socially isolated from their peer group. So, this after this whole ordeal, psychologists like he filled the criteria for somebody who was unsocialized conduct disorder. Okay, so he so takes comment boxes. on them. Yeah, he was. He just. He was just a bit socially. Wasn't Awkward. socially. Yeah, it wasn't hmm. socially there. So previous convictions. He was in two thousand and one. He was fined for disorderly behaviour. In two thousand and two, he he started a racially aggravated common assault. Okay. Two thousand and three, he was jailed for thirty four months for dealing cocaine as well as taking it. Mm-hmm. He was he basically had it on him. And he he the was the a dealer. Yeah, he was in the intention to do it. Now this this is like an interesting one. So um, showed <laughs> his his angry streak, I suppose, like his his dark side. What and the assault didn't. I mean, yeah, uh, <laughs> if that didn't do it for you, this would definitely do it. Okay. So in 2010, he was jailed for 12 months for being in possession of a machete in a public place. So I researched this. So what actually happened was he was in a pub. He was in a public house pub. He knocked over somebody's drink and flipped out, basically. He knocked no, it over. He knocked it over. And then um, he it, it just elevated out of escalated elevated escalated I mean okay it, it, it got worse <laughs> it just erupted Oh, okay he got he, he just got, went from naught to zero for no apparent reason he was physically escorted out of the building and he stormed off down the road apparently he came back to the pub armed with a machete and threatening and, and doing threatening behavior so he was arrested for that in 2010 and got 12 months yeah. And then two thousand and ten again he was um he was arrested for G B H where he would punch somebody in the face in the street at least on two occasions. This is not including his various other crimes such as burglary, theft and cannabis possession. Did you just stick to the weed? Yeah, I mean there's 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 more there's 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 drugs you can do, drugs you can't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, don't do drugs just,
0: Is you that know.
1: your message of the day? What? Just don't do drugs Yeah y- I'm saying
0: that I drink alcohol And I, I smoke nicotine Don't do I, drugs And I'm saying Don't do drugs <laughs> Yeah no maybe not No don't do drugs my, No 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 Do you want to know What my message of the day is? Don't murder fucking people I mean yeah That's that's, that's my mur- message of the day That's my murder of the day That's my don't
1: message Murder of- fucking people Just say murder people
0: Don't murder people Yeah it's more of a Don't murder humans Don't murder, murder animals
2: don't murder. My neighbour mm. I mean we don't need to get religious on that. Love, religion. not hate. That's it, exactly. Hmm. All of that kind of didn't really help his characteristics. It didn't really help his case whatsoever because at the end of the day it proved that he was just a, an arsehole. He was a bell end. He was all of the above. He was a piece of
0: shit. He was a
1: bit of a scam. <laughs> a
0: bit, a bit. That's a, bit that's a little bit of a minor I mean, hey. discrepancy. Discrepancy?
1: A rogue? A rogue.
2: <laughs> He it was, it was not a
1: pleasant man to, to be associated. with. He's
2: not yeah. pos.
1: And he Definitely was violent POS. and has a street way. Yeah, has where absolutely. He has. absolutely.
2: So yeah, Hazel went down for 38 years. years. 38 years.
1: years. 38. Oh, us
0: earlier. he? went down for 38 years. 30 Nicholas was
2: right.
1: See, I pay attention.
0: <laughs> God star. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are we handing to gold stars. We They're will hand, hand out gold
0: stars at the end. I'm Yay! You did good today. Yeah. It's,
1: it's, I remember it at the time, but I obviously don't remember the details. Either. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, like
0: like Nick said, I remember it
2: being like what my mum and dad watching it on the news and stuff. But yeah. Not really. I mean, another thing that sort of like got me about this case, which I which sort of it stood out compared to the rest, was how he dealt with the situation. This guy had <coughs> missing t shirts. He he did an interview for ITV. He orchestrated that interview. He called that interview together. He Made uh, that interview and he sat directly underneath his body whilst he was saying that interview and, and doing all the crocodile tears. So that's what really stood out to me for this case, particularly. It's yeah, he's yeah.
1: uh, just a horrible, horrible man. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: He did God. something disgusting.
2: I don't know, humans.
0: Suck ass. Yeah. Not all of them. Most of them. I mean, <laughs> maybe you two I'm are cool. an exception. Maybe. <laughs> well done, Steph, for that story. Um, yeah, I did it. Round of I'm not clapping. <laughs>
2: <but>. Fine, bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: now is it time for UFO news?
0: Now we're going to do a quick palate cleanser of yes. UFO news.
1: I haven't heard what you're going to choose, but I hope you choose something cool for that bit. You do,
0: you do, yeah, I yeah. am. I yeah. got well. This confused. will be
1: hopefully this will be everybody's favourite part of the show. <laughs> of course, everybody course. loves Alien. right? So my uh, news
0: it sounds like a TV show.
1: What? what does
0: everybody loves
2: aliens it needs to be on a t-shirt
1: they do everybody loves aliens it's just a fact
2: everybody (laughs) loves the little green men right
1: so UFO news Mm -hmm. so it's not particularly new but it's something that came out where we were planning for this so it happened at the start of June and people are calling it the most important UFO document it's about a document leak ever people are going crazy over this so it could be something really amazing or it could be a load of bullshit so it's called the Wilson Notes and it's sort of documents detailing a series of conversations and they're sort of onioned conversations they're conversations about conversations so these documents concern a man called Vice Admiral Thomas Wilson and Thomas Wilson is very high up in the '90s, in the U.S. military, he was he was the deputy director of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. So this is like the top oh top, top bit. What uh,
0: do, what's what does that job mean
2: basically? He, well, he gets, it's, like chevrons on his on his arm. I know he gets chevrons. on, his
1: on, his arm. on your, a corporal. You, uh, oh. he's, he's an admiral. So if that job is like you're one of the top people who um, are in charge of all military.
0: Oh, okay, okay. No, I didn't know. That's why I was asking. Of
1: areas yeah.
0: Got a badge. You're a,
1: you're a commander in chief. Is he the,
0: one of the gentlemen that has the stuff on his shoulder?
1: He's an admiral. Yeah. I
0: don't know what admirals look
2: like. I like how we're sort of sure. uh, pinpointing people's uh, grades of uh, military just by what they're wearing.
0: It's yeah. <laughs>
1: important it stuff.
0: It is, aliens. So
1: these are called the Wilson notes, and they're, they're about this Admiral Thomas Wilson. He was very high up, deputy director of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and these notes are written by a man called dr eric davis and dr davis is all these people are still alive uh he's a a scientist i'm about to tell you he's a scientist i think he's a physicist but he was also at the time of writing these notes the director of the national institute for discovery science but eric davis he's been known for a while to have leanings towards finding out about ufos aliens and stuff he's he's had an interest he's one of the very few sort of Mainstream scientists that have taken the subject. So okay. this story starts in 2002. This is when he met Davis. Writes down this these notes that have become this document.
0: All the way back when.
1: Yeah, in 2002. Before going to that, these notes apparently have been drifting around in certain circles for a while, but they've never come out. It's a 15-page document. This. Is oh right. Okay. So people have seen little bits of it before from various okay. different sources, but they have never seen the entire. Is thing.
2: this just like public or military people that have seen it? It's
1: apparently It's been going around In military circles But okay. UFO researchers Have seen snippets But again right, Never the okay. whole thing Until this 15 page leak came out And started dossier. Yeah,
0: Is that the right
1: word? Yeah, yeah I guess so I'll call 15 pages A dossier Oh, Be
2: intense, though. Yeah.
1: More than a letter Eric Davis manages To get a meeting With uh, Admiral Thomas uh, Wilson And they meet In the back of a car Which is a good way To start a story Yeah So they, ha- they meet In this car He's you know, been driven To a sort of Um
0: top secret location no can't. not
1: a top secret somewhere there's somewhere and this is where he meets with him it's the only place admiral wilson will meet him away from prying eyes and stuff <laughs> but they they talk and eric davis wants to know because he heard in 1997 when thomas wilson was direct deputy director of the joint chiefs of staff he heard that he had a meeting with three men and that these three men talked to him about the existence of aliens extraterrestrials, and the government's involvement in it so davis had heard that admiral wilson had met Three men at the Pentagon in 1997. They'd come to see him, and these three men were Edgar Mitchell, who's an astronaut. Okay. Dr. Stephen Greer, who's um, I'm not sure what science he's in, but he's he's been a UFO researcher for many years. Okay. And another admiral called Admiral Miller. And the important thing, uh, the important, the the most sort of standout person out of all these three is Edgar Mitchell, because Edgar Mitchell was the sixth person to walk on the moon. He's sort of treated as an American hero. It's probably the reason how they got in the door to see him. Because when an American hero comes, maybe says he wants to see you, it gives it a bit more credibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they talk to him and they tell him that the US government, with the help of private companies, has been, since at least since the 80s, has had alien spaceships. And they've been trying to work on them to back-engineer them.
0: Right. And what this, do you mean by back-engineering,
1: sorry? Well, it's, you take you take the, 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 the craft and yeah. you use it in the best tools that you dispose of. you try and understand it you take it apart try and recreate it
0: oh so
2: you are trying to understand it
0: yeah, yeah. so and... taking it apart to then remake it like on human terms kind of thing yeah yeah
1: okay. basically I find
2: in technology the best way to figure out something is to take it apart and then put it back together again it's not
1: yeah. like the Americans and Russians used to with the Cold War if like in a Russian aircraft crashed somewhere the americans would get hold of it try and reverse engineer it figure out how they made it why it does okay. how it does what it does and yeah. same with the russians on side. it's quite a common thing to do within competing militaries yeah. so yeah so they tell him but the, the main thing they tell him is that there's this group called majestic who for a long time have been holding this secret mm-hmm. that few members of the the military and governments have been involved american government has been involved in it, but more private companies have been involved in keeping this secret so they, they meet with him for a, a couple of hours they talk to him i think miller is the main one uh, from the doc, uh, documents who is the one who, who sort of has the most in-depth talk to him about it okay so wilson goes away from this meeting he tells davis this meeting in 1907 but he tells davis in 2002 he comes away from it interested but skeptical because you know it's a pretty fantastic story for three guys that to come up to you and said you know we're keeping the biggest secret that's ever yeah ever been so Dave Miller goes away and they, he, he sort of starts to make inquiries and he, he can't find much on it. So he gets one lead according to this these notes where David asked him. Uh, he doesn't exactly say how how he finds this out. He got a meeting in the end with a company called EG&G and they're sort of a they're a military contractor. They make mm-hmm. top secret weapons and they're, okay. they're one of like the big ones like Lockheed Martin. Right. But EG&G are really important because there's a guy called Bob Lazar who I'll talk about in a future podcast who worked at EG&G and they are like a gateway to get into these ultra top secret programs they're like okay. a front for entry you know? okay.
2: so they're the people that you talk to Yeah. Okay. so
1: uh, Dave's asked him, so you had this meeting with these people at eg and and this was a couple of months after he first met these, these three guys at the Pentagon and he says well what did, what did they tell you and he says basically in polite terms they told him this exists, we've been working on this but fuck you we're not telling you you don't have clearance and this is telling one of the people who is highest up in the american military that they don't have clearance
0: Aww. to
1: access the, the stuff that they're working on well, they, who, would, go down well.
0: who would have access then just like the president is that it no
1: not even the president he says in in these notes again it details wilson says who at one stage they show him a list of people who were involved or who yeah. have access and there's very few military or government people on it it's mostly private company oh. people so this this company egng for a long period time people have suspected and this document has reinforced that they are a gateway to get into these top secret ufo alien retrieval Ooh. programs but they did oh. confirm to him apparently so he says that there's a group called majestic that have been facilitating this and ufo rece- researchers for decades of so there's a, a series of documents came out a long time ago called the Majestic Documents. There's this group called Majestic, MJ-12, who are in charge of this, who oversee it. And yeah, the Admiral's basically told by these people, you don't have clearance, we can't give you anything.
2: But they love that.
1: <laughs> and that, you know, he, he can't really find anything elsewhere about it. It seems like people have buried the records in, in things and, yeah, so they're a really sure. interesting series of documents to, to read again they're 15 pages and they're just about eric Davis asking miller what happened when he tried to to investigate because when he was first approached these three guys at the pentagon in 1997 they were obviously wanting him to find out something but they also wanted him to let him know that this was not being overseen by the government that this had no control over it it wasn't when it's not public it can be and secret it can be uh misused it can be so they
0: very, very much kept everything hidden and only the select few knew. Yeah.
1: yeah. If any if any really within the military know yeah. about this. And they were saying this is wrong, this should be not only out in the open but looked over by the government so the government yeah. can make sure it's all above board, nobody's being you know uh, anyway. yeah yeah you know, um, and
0: that people can't sell the secrets as such to another country and use it against them and so on
1: yeah and yeah again just to, to go over he, he requested a formal interview with the egGng and they essentially told him to go away and
0: they said no go away
1: yeah and that that really got his heckles up and yeah. uh, so this document existed since 2002 and yeah. people have seen bits of it nobody's seen it completely and people were wondering why is it leaked now where's it come from and edgar mitchell died a couple of years ago so the the consensus people are still doing their due diligence over these i mean there's there's still a lot of least research but a lot of the names and scenarios in this document check out as being credible uh so the most credible thing you can do obviously is pinpoint where it was leaked from and people think it came when edgar mitchell died he may have either released or somebody from his estate got hold of these documents and then released because he died two years ago okay. and Edgar Mitchell was a real sort of six to walk on the moon but he, was, he, he said I saw stuff while I was up there um, oh, really? you know that's how because mm-hmm. he, he, he didn't go up as that I think he was a pilot before that and yeah. he came back saying yeah there's something going on up there I've seen these things while we were going to the moon I've seen it mm-hmm. while we were in space so it's just a really interesting... Uh, it's, it's quite dry to maybe read on their own, but you put them into context, and it's just an interesting story about how people have have claimed that there's a complete deniability about no. these, these secret pro UFO programs going on, and this document series, of, this document, 15-page document, seems to give a pretty good example of a place where a man who should be in the know wasn't allowed to be in the know.
0: Hmm. You'll send us a link to it, when yeah, you? We'll and we put it can put link. like put on all our yeah. socials. So that's yeah. definitely something. If you're interested, you can definitely have a read of it. Yeah, that would Yeah,
2: it's it's it sounds really interesting, though. To be honest, what sort of was the full 15 page document leaked, or was it just yeah, parts of it? Four fifteen.
0: Oh wow. Okay. And yeah. Is there a possibility that there might be more like pages that haven't well, been
1: leaked? He, Eric Davis, the guy who made these notes or I think actually it wasn't Davis it was one of his aides who made yeah. these notes either first hand sitting in the back of the car with them or later I, I, I can't remember but there would definitely be this wasn't the first time they talked they talked yeah. apparently through letters as well but this is the only thing that's come ab- about as a direct oh, as okay. evidence or, or something from. it might be out of bullshit
2: it might it be. Could be out of bullshit it,
1: but it's just one more piece and people are really excited about it yeah of course because there's lots of names mentioned in it lots of things to check out and it's still sort of
0: names that shouldn't have been there unless there is something valid behind it
1: because this is the kind of stuff that does give credibility to proper UFO research when you've got members of the military involved when you've got people who you can check out companies that you can check out and it's not an amazingly fancy it's not saying oh aliens are taking over the world that, you know they're, <laughs> nothing quite so dramatic it's not fantasy it's something almost quite I mean not dull within the context but it, it's just about a man not being allowed to know about certain things it's, it's not got extraneous detail in it about it's it, like on not,
0: bottom of the scale of the amount of like interest and that can be like So finding UFOs exist is like number ten and finding out about these dossier or these document is like a number one kind of thing on the scale of how interesting. But it's
1: just a clue. And again, with this company EG and G involved, we're gonna talk about him in the future, Bob Lazar, who I think is a really credible guy who says he worked on these craft for this project.
0: He works. mentions them in quite a lot of detail. He, he was recruited
1: he? through E. G. and yeah. G. or was recruited by E. No, he was recruited Recru- by E. G. and G. to work on these projects.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. acknowledging really that this sort of thing could be going. It's a little on. crumb, but it's, it's
1: a crumb, but it's an important.
2: But that's crumb. how you, you get, get
0: out of the woods is by the crumb trail. <laughs> <laughs> because, you
2: know, no, like Hansel that, that, and no. Gretel reference. Right, I mean, there.
0: we've got to get
2: the children's story in there. Yeah, tales. Was that okay? But that's, that's awesome. awesome.
0: Well That's done important. on that. That's really cool and quite a bit uh, spooky. Yeah, it is a bit See, spooky,
2: isn't it? Because like, there could be possibilities that there is somebody in the world, this world that we are living in, that, that is currently movie. working on okay, a UFO. But,
0: and the possibility that space is too big of a thing for us to be the only living creatures with the mental capa- capacity to fly.
2: Yeah, there's, there's got to be something. I mean, yeah. we can't be the only people. We can't be
0: the only things out there. No. So... Right, <coughs> thank you very much, Nicholas. So, so now it's <laughs> the paranormal, and Ooh. my story is going to pair like that. Harrison's both of those. We're talking. Well, I'm talking about
2: the Draco tunnels. Oh, okay. Exciting. Okay, I don't think I've heard of this one, so I'm, I'm excited. And okay. I'm well, the Draco.
1: Is that, is that key going to come
2: up? Yes. yes Yes, it is
0: we'll we'll get further into that in in a minute okay Okay. okay. but the Draclo Tunnels were built in 1941 in the Sandstone Hills of Draclo which is like less than two miles away from Kiddiminster in Birmingham oh wow so
2: it's not that far
1: Kiddiminster
0: Kiddiminster yeah (laughs) Kiddiminster Kiddiminster it's around about I'm going to say this wrong but 25,000 square feet and it covers approximately 3.5 miles like long in a grid like pattern and with something coming underneath an old graveyard because above this on top of the hill was an old fort okay okay so i'm going to show you guys a picture and i will also put this picture up on our socials but that's what the layout of the tunnels look like oh well, okay. okay were they so man-made that all, all of man-made. this was man-made a few machinery because it was 1941 but yeah. a lot of it was dynamite and the good old ways good old hack and sack way i don't know what that means but <laughs> there is a couple of tunnels that i'll be mentioning so tunnel three which is this long one here so they're all named they've all got
2: made. yeah okay. and
0: then tunnel one and each one of these t- long tunnels has an exit to the outside. Okay. But the rest of them are all enclosed.
2: Okay. So there's only so many ways you can get out. Of there
0: is only so many ways you can get in and so many ways you can get out. Okay. And that's because it was also used later on in, in it was it used as a nuclear bunker, but I'll again explain about that in a little bit. Okay. The name comes from the old English word of draker, which means dragon. Oh,
2: okay. So it's got nothing to do with the Harry Potter series.
0: Nothing that? to do with Harry Potter. Oh its tunnels and rooms can reach 16 foot across and 18 foot high oh, wow. so it wasn't small tiny little tunnels these were like. big tunnels that could fit
2: vehicles in yeah, you could swing a cat into a tunnel yeah
0: okay. with plenty of room to spare yeah. it was originally designed as a secret yeah. factory or a shadow factory for the Land Rover car company to help them store parts for the Hercules Mercury and Pegasus airplanes back
2: in World War 2 oh wow so big enough to hold aeroplane parts then yeah oh wow and okay. big enough to be
0: able to fit full vehicles in there. Okay, fair enough. Okay, the tunnels were built into solid sandstone after which, hundreds of people would clean out the rubble and shape the tunnels and caverns by hand.
2: Oh wow! So it was brute force literally, and yeah, it was. was the holes
0: made. were made by dynamite, yeah. and then people would literally <coughs> hand carve the tunnels. Okay. When Rover finally moved into like the tunnels in 1943, 500 to 700 workers were required to run the machinery in the tunnels. It's like to make the parts. Okay. After the war, they were used to make various parts for the meteor tank engines. Meteor tank. Engine. Yeah, it's just it's a meteor is like a, a type of tank kind of thing. Oh okay,
2: okay. I think like the natural phenomenon. Of the <laughs> no, meteors. no. Um,
0: due to the Cold War, war, called Cold War, I was going to say then, Cold War, people lived in fear of a nuclear apocalypse. So in 1961, the UK government turned Draco Tunnels into their own personal bunker, and it was called the Regional Seat of Government for Civil Defence Group 9, or RSG 9 for short.
2: We've got to love an abbreviation
0: yes it was redesigned to hold up to 350 members from all departments of the government and was equipped with housing command centers offices and even a bbc news studio because who doesn't want to hear the news when it's the like nuclear apocalypse or
1: mm. mrs brown's boys needs or to carry on. Uh,
0: you need to carry on with your favorite eastenders episode <laughs> or because it's birmingham peaky blinders <laughs> i mean yeah that, that's yeah yeah that's what it. it would have been peaky blinders well, <laughs> It's good. it's good the uh-huh. tunnels were decom- decommissioned in 1993 and was brought by the public because it went up to auction
2: so it just stopped with the stopped, making stuff
0: stop making stuff stop okay. being a nuclear bunker but all the blast doors and all of the like old equipment and shower rooms and everything was still there
2: oh okay so they moved nothing out then nothing was
0: moved out now the tunnels used as an airsoft no. no! Yeah, as well as hosting ghost tours.
2: Oh, okay, you know, that's two things that should should meet.
0: They meet hand in hand. Probably
1: yeah. both
2: together.
0: Yeah, ghost tours.
2: <laughs> Just have pop up cardboard ghosts yeah. from around the corner. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the tunnels are a dark, dank, and claustrophobic space where sounds bounce off the walls in odd and unusual ways. Okay. The dark allows the brain to twist it into strange shapes. Yeah. yeah. In the original construction of the tunnels, it was said that at least seven people lost their lives due to the various tragic accidents. Yeah, I can imagine
2: all of that in close place. Yeah. In
0: 1941, a roof collapsed during the blasting of the tunnels, which killed three workers by crushing them to death. Mm-hmm. Mr. Harry Depper is buried locally and he is the only one that could be named the rest mm. the other two, two bodies were that crushed that they was well, a could...
1: record keeping where shit why didn't they identify the surely they, just two but people no it was
0: that they were that crushed and because they had that many workers and everything, didn't yeah, so have an no... identification process like no. tags or anything. It was 1941. Did
1: Everybody discuss? was tagged.
0: Oh dear. So yeah, there was no record of who the other two people were. Keeping no. records. A year later, two exhausted workers were riding one of the conveyor belts. The exit. As you do. The conveyor be- belts belts Good. were used to carry out the rubble and rubbish. When the two workers got caught up in the machinery and were mangled to death. Oof
2: that's yeah. uh painful that's that's a, that's a way to die yeah that's
0: uh... yeah a lady by the name of Marianne ann bettle was struck and killed by a on-site dump truck she has been spotted ghost wise by many people at the main doors oh, okay a security officer was on his way home when he was hit by another vehicle whilst on his motorbike before even leaving the site there there are claims that all of these deaths are some of the spirits that are in the tunnels, or on the site of the tunnels. Right. After the tunnels were decommissioned, and before being brought by the public, there were rumours that they were being used for satanic cults. I mean, most of them. Rumours, not evidence. No no evidence, but there is a rumour that satanic cults...
1: It's a hole, it's Satan.
0: Yes. (laughs) They were used... They used it for their rituals, a human sacrifice, but there is no evidence of this human sacrifice at all. Right. And of course, to open the gateway to another realm, I aka mean, hell.
2: Because
1: it's a, a dark hole.
0: Because it's a dark, dank hole. Brilliant. So, now on to the ghost stories. Because that was your history. That was your <laughs> history lesson of the day, guys. Yay! Thank you. In 1993, the caretaker who was appointed by the people who had brought. The like site was inspecting the kitchen on one side of the complex when he began to hear 1940s style music faintly. The music was con- coming from the old rover side of the tunnels he thought a maintenance engineer had left a radio on because like doing a few refittings and everything in there to try and bring it up to standard mm-hmm. <laughs> so he went to turn it off like like you do because you do want that playing all night yeah as he approached tunnel one the music grew louder when he stepped into tunnel one though it completely shut off oh well. he walked down the end of the tunnel hoping to find the radio but he couldn't see it. As soon as he reached an old office at the end of, like, tunnel 1, the music began again, but this time it was behind him. He turned around and it stopped. And he mm. searched for 6 hours and no radio was ever found. The only piece of equipment that could play music was the an old World War II tannoy system, but that had been
2: turned off in the 1950s. So it wasn't working in that point. So it wasn't working.
0: That's really interesting.
2: So they played music down there anyway, then?
0: They had like the workers took their own radios in. Oh, okay. So, and normally they took them off site, but he, the caretaker, thought, oh, one of them's left their radio and they've left it on. Yeah. Wait, since the 40s? No, no, because they were having a refit. They were refitting the electronics. Oh, right, okay. So it's these workers. Okay. In 1996, and different caretaker was doing his rounds with his two German shepherds everything was normal until it came to locking the telephone exchange room up the dogs had wandered into the room next door when they began barking like another person was in that room with them dogs know, animals know they know They know shit the caretaker rushed in to see what was happening thinking oh my god somebody's been attacked by my dogs or somebody's broken but when he got to the room no one was in there the dogs though were sat fixatedly staring and barking at Mm -hmm. all he calmed the dogs down and continued his rounds like he put the dogs back on the leash and was walking around with them yeah when they got to tunnel number four the dogs stopped dead in the tracks and began growling into the top part of the tunnel which complete darkness no lights you gotta think they're still working on like the elect because it's such a big area still working on the electrics yeah the airtaker attempted to see what the dogs were staring at and then see anything but when he stood back up he re-looked down the tunnel and he saw a mist coming towards him and this out, out, out of nowhere out of nowhere a mist okay coming from the end of the tunnel <gasps> at this point the dogs were like nope i'm out yeah i mean i would be the same they ran in the opposite direction yeah but caretaker quickly followed oh okay when he got outside his brain was like maybe it's a fire yeah so he rounded like to the other side <laughs> to see if he could find any source of this fire oh okay and there was nothing yeah nothing no fire no smoke nothing because that's what he thought it was he thought it was just a fire in the smoke
2: yeah I mean a mist doesn't just come out of nowhere yeah
0: he went back into the tunnels to see if there was any evidence of the fire inside the tunnel yeah there's no smoke that was lingering and you gotta think it's a tunnel, it'll pretty much stay there or it would come towards the
2: like, entrance. Was the most gone by the time we went got back, back in? Yeah, uh, it was gone. Okay.
0: Since the two thousands, a lot of paranormal investigators have been on site, including the most haunted team. Oh, okay. They spent two nights there and came out completely distressed by what they saw. Really? Was it
1: that bad? I can explain why they came out of stress. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, but think... Nick's a sceptic, so yeah. yeah. I mean, let's because to... they wound the
1: shit out of each other. That's why Well, they there came was a out few out things that distressed.
0: there was a few things that we were a bit like when we watched the episode, because you know, research. So it. the
2: episodes out there written, rip, like <laughs> yeah. you can see the episode.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay. The owner, Sid Robertson, he he's been in the tunnels quite a few times. And this is what he told the Most Haunted Team. He says that he's felt the half-man, half-dog protector of the old graveyard. He's felt the creature brush against him, and he's also seen a miner who follows you around or stands leaning against the wall, rolling a cigarette. A miner? A miner, which is basically what they were called, because they were mining the tunnels. Oh,
2: miners. I thought you meant a miner as in a child. No, no, okay. no, no, no. A oh, miner? No. Oh, okay. Right.
1: Somebody from the paintball.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> thought yeah. the off, just, just got stuck. <laughs> The most
0: haunted team found that when they began their investigations that they had stones thrown or kicked at them. Okay. Whilst they were in the bathroom, one of the helpful ghosts gave them a key by throwing at one of the oh, investigators. The okay. They heard voices and footsteps as they made their way
2: around. Did they know what the key was for at that point? <laughs> no.
1: Can we talk about that bit first? Because... I, yeah. Because, okay, <laughs> so... The
2: key. The key.
1: D- they... They... <sighs> I we going on. We're going on the, this most haunted episode. But when we were watching it, they were winding each other up. They
0: were winding and each other
1: up. Every one. little creature we saw the place. It was dilapidated as fuck. It was. It,
0: it was going and there would be a scary thing. The, yeah.
1: and the the roof was pop marked where bits of plaster had fallen off. Which is from obviously
0: being like the airsoft thing. So yeah. they were
1: they were hearing all these noises, and it was it was more than likely just things dropping from yeah. the, the the ceiling.
0: Yeah, but the thing Yeah, but that thing with the key though, that did both give us a question. <laughs> I mean the key was the most very...
1: interesting part, but I mean you don't know it's where big... it came from. I mean there's No. They
0: were they were like walking I mean... they were in the bathroom with the key instance. They were in the bathroom and they were walking to go to the room at the back. Okay. Because on the right hand side there was sinks and mirrors. Okay. And on the left hand side was just like on the wall was just like a wooden shelf. There's
2: nothing in the mirrors, there
1: was nothing of that sort of there no. was yeah. pipes above. Yeah, Something could have been resting
0: on
2: pipes about
0: them. And as they were walking through, all of a sudden, this key was on the floor. And you heard, you did hear it go... Okay,
2: so it, it did arrive then, it wasn't yeah, there before. before. Yeah, okay.
0: when you're walking through there was nothing there and the camera like night vision thing was on and you could see that the floor was nothing. Okay, And, and this w-
1: is giving most toys the benefit of the it doubt, doubt. so say they didn't chuck it there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a, lot of, uh, that's a lot of trust on their part. Like. So
1: let's was- assume that it's in good faith.
2: Yeah, it and it
0: just, move. it did just appear. Okay. You heard the thump of okay. it hitting somebody and falling to the floor. Right. Okay? that did give us question we were like okay well where did that key come from yeah
2: and it's something that's very specific i mean if it's like a rock and a stone somebody could just be doing that from around the area but or falling from the roof yes
0: don't forget airsoft and it people, yeah, knocked
2: anything over. Yeah. But a key that's like somebody, to me, that's like somebody saying, you need to find what this opens.
0: <laughs> but unfortunately in that episode they didn't find no, what that follow follow No, they didn't bother following it up. No. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, they did nothing with that key, which what was, which was quite kind no. of frustrating. Oh, I was did... not
1: No, they didn't.
0: What? They may have filmed it, but we didn't see that. That's annoying. So.
2: I want to know where that
0: key opens. But they they heard voices and footsteps but what I said to Nick and I believe in ghosts yeah. I know Nick's a sceptic but I believe in ghosts mm, yeah. but you're in a tunnel that echoes Yeah, if somebody in a separate room is talking eventually the sound is going to get back to you yeah you're going to hear it yeah
1: everything every creek every groan every, every little mice worker, uh, every
0: spider no and you you can... go,
1: you're going into a place that you already think is is ha- haunted so you've got that expectation yeah. that you're constantly on edge and, and it's
0: like one of the way. caretakers um like because that quote that i said earlier about can i just ask a
1: question about the caretaker
0: mm-hmm.
1: is he actually named or is this just a story of a caretaker because there's a difference between obviously a spooky they, story involving in, in my caretaker re- no in
0: my research they are both named but I didn't write their names down okay. because I'm a dumbass but,
2: <laughs>
1: but they are definitely named but it's they are definitely named the and they're two
0: separate names okay. um, so they can be
2: accountable so somebody can go up to them and be like tell me your story yeah okay. well, unless they're dead I unless mean, they're yeah. dead
0: but hey spiritualist, you could contact them and tell me your story mm, yeah, that's always, but no uh, but uh, I didn't the write their names down but they are definitely named so but so. like one of the the Drake Lope website says that the dark allows the brain to twist it into
2: strange shape. Yeah, because you've got no visual representation or anything to kind yeah. of back up what you're listening to. So. Or seeing. Yeah, absolutely. So it could be anything and uh, no. So
1: is that the end of that one then?
0: No. No, I haven't finished yet. Because the Most Haunted team then went on to use an Ouija board. Yes, you do.
1: And it was... Yep, yeah, carry on.
0: Don't yeah. do Ouija boards. No. I don't. You've
1: got such a thing against... You
0: want demons because that's need, how you even, get even demons. That needs
2: need to be on a T-shirt. And in-
0: they, weirdly enough, got many, many spirits mm. on the board. Oh, did they now? But they didn't name
2: any of these spirits. Okay. Except they managed to get a murderer. Oh,
0: did
1: yep. they now? Fantastically like, they managed to get a murderer.
2: Yeah. I mean, they do tend to do that a lot. I mean, Yeah. they must just draw them
0: in. So this murderer had killed another man over debts. Okay. The killer was 17 and he hit the man in the head with a rock
2: in the in the, in, in, the, the in the
0: tunnels i went through about 60 to 70 web
2: pages and you couldn't um, find anything. I
0: couldn't find anything. I looked at newspapers of the time, no yeah. suspicious deaths that weren't linked to accidents that were in the tunnels, like by the blasting or anything. Yeah. Nobody at that age of 17, like... Yeah, and nobody was convicted. Nothing, was thing of that sort. nothing and at all. Most haunted
1: oh, yeah. didn't do due diligence either, and they just forgot about it and just moved on.
0: Yeah, it was, it was just matter of fact. At one point, they turned around and said that the murder mm. happened in 1944. Right. Oh, this is
1: while they're doing the Ouija.
0: Yeah, literally. And then the next second, oh no, it was 1938.
1: No, other way around. Because it didn't fit the first time. Oh, yeah, sorry, 1938.
2: Really right, properly.
0: The tunnels weren't built in 1938. And then
1: the guy who owns it goes, no, that um, doesn't fit. And then they, it suddenly changes to 1940 44. something. they he oh, yeah, that'll fit. Oh, right,
2: right, yeah. okay. So skepticism more rapidly. Yeah, really.
0: because. The tunnels were built in nineteen forty one.
2: Yeah. So there's no way that there's something 1938. could have happened time yeah. traveling ghost.
0: Except I did kind of have a thing. Oh, what happens if they he'd been murdered in the graveyard and the mm. ghost had traveled through, like because. Yeah. But then I was like, you'd know when you murdered somebody, and there'd be a record of it. Yeah, would, well, there would be police report at least of a body being found. When was the graveyard? Or somebody going, yeah. or somebody going missing, but there's yeah. no missing people. Okay. When was the graveyard dated from? Uh, 1800. Old, no, Wow, well, like, it's an old fort. Okay. Roman oh, okay. Form, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it a Roman fort? I think it was Roman. I can't remember.
2: Right, so there could have been a lot of things that happened yeah.
0: in
1: the plot. Okay. Why? Why are these spooky locations? Why do they always have to have layers upon layers of supposed...
0: I don't know. Don't get me wrong. In Britain, there is a lot of layers upon layers of there is, society but, in history. You
2: know, but you've got to get
1: all the
0: ghosts.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just interesting f- that most haunted just always happen to find, find a murderer. murderer. And it's oh, all
0: hallmark. I've never watched yeah. yeah, most haunted. Yeah, yeah they so. find a murderer or they find somebody who was murdered. Yeah. So they follow up on it and no, solve no, the no. cold case well, or something. No. No. But, they, but the thing is though, right? And you've said this yourself in everyday life as a skeptic that why is it always somebody from the 1800s or the 1950s? Why is it never somebody from 2000s?
2: I suppose there's less records at that point or there's less sort of um, noted down or yeah. Um. That and n- not many people were sort of. There wasn't the the facilities to to find out what uh, what caused these murders and things. So that's why so many murders went unsolved and whatnot. Yeah. And sort of swept under the rug because.
0: But there would still be newspaper evidence of it. There would still be some kind of trail to follow. To if we yeah. were to find out about it, we could look back on and say, yeah, okay. For example, where we are right now. Let's say a murder happened, and we went and looked at our local newspapers from like sixty years ago and we found yeah. out that somebody was murdered here 60 years ago yeah. and it's like okay maybe we actually did contact a ghost maybe maybe. so
2: it's so well documented now in the recent years yeah. though
0: but okay then 150 years ago yeah when there was newspapers people still told tales there is a case of yeah. true crime william um william hair no william burke and william Hare. i think like burke and Hare, they all of their crimes were documented
1: documented
0: is that a real word, or did mm, I make documented. that? Up? Documented.
2: Documented. But I
1: mean, apart from that building going in with a bit, of, bit of board with some letters written on it, has anybody tested this place or done some real rigorous?
0: Um, I don't think anybody's done, but it's still open for ghost <laughs> hunting, uh, and so they are currently trying to turn it into a museum.
1: So, well, so no, nobody's been in properly.
2: Not as um, far as I can see.
1: I mean, that's the problem with these places; they never get. It's all proper in they just get somebody really on
2: the yeah and it's all hearsay and it's all people making
0: yeah idle assumptions. but the most common ghost that I from a lot of my researches that I found was a ghost named Oswald okay. um, and he's been seen and felt by a lot of the different ghost hunting teams that have gone in right not
2: just most haunted
0: not most haunted didn't mention him at all oh okay that's interesting that's, that's, that's
2: so makes interesting that's it more credible in a way doesn't it yeah that's yeah. so interesting that sort of like the one, the, the TV program that like are yeah. there to pick up on these things didn't pick up on the one the ghost that's seen and yeah. heard of most of a time. lot of
0: them said that he he does mainly poltergeist activity, so he will do pushing and shoving, like he, not so much striking, but like brushing past and you know when you're in a crowded place and somebody hits your shoulder and yeah. it's kind of jarring yeah. that, and then he kind of pulls people's hairs, but he says it might be pulling the people's hair and as such out the way. Okay, so sort of, like where machines machinery would have been as such as pulling the people's hair out of the way as if to say don't get caught in the machine okay and about state ghost hunting teams have gone in and felt and seen stuff like that happen mm. but most haunted got nothing about that which is interesting yeah
1: but there's nothing tangible nobody's come out of that place with anything sort of objective that you can no. look at and say this is something that no. shouldn't have happened it. it's just people's feelings and yeah
0: i, I and don't get me wrong i do believe there is ghosts in there because of mm. there's quite a few horrific deaths there but and some people yeah, are more susceptible deaths to don't make things. A, not necessarily but i believe I know, that there's something I there i just don't think that a lot of the team there is no full evidence for it like especially with the stuff for example most haunted did i don't
2: feel like they it was a lot of TV media showy yeah showy tells stuff and that's the only problem when the T V mm-hmm. gets involved it's yeah. all showmanship
0: yeah. instead of actual fact. Yeah. But I do th- like for the fact that number of people have turned around and gone, Yeah, we've had the same kind of experiences with a ghost mm-hmm. named Oswald and a couple of you have used the spirit radios. Okay. And when asked what's your name, Oswald has
2: come through. Oh wow! So like he speaks his own name. Then. Yeah, okay, and Os- and
0: just Oswald.
1: Recordings of this out.
0: Um, I think there's a couple on YouTube. Ooh. Okay, okay which I'll probably post a link up of. So, but yeah. I
1: mean, if somebody, if somebody believes in ghosts. Do you think it's a credible place?
0: i do yes i do yeah i i think there is activity there and i think there is more activity than because i'm presuming that most haunted were only allowed into one part of it where as i've said before the tunnels are quite extensive they're not small i don't
2: don't think they would have had the time to do all of it they would have been somebody would have been like these are the most active areas stay yeah Yeah,
0: but
1: and even if you don't find it ghostly they can always have a game of
0: Airsoft. Airsoft, yeah. Airsoft. Airsoft. Oh, that was the other thing. I did. I didn't put it in, but I was reading a ghost story from one of the ghost hunters. Like this one made me chuckle more than anything. Okay. they'd gone in and they turned all of their equipment on their nightlight gear stuff and everything, and they <coughs> could see these glowing orbs. Okay. In their camera equipment. Yeah. And everybody got excited and was like, oh, "Ghost, ghost, ghost!" Kind of thing. Orbs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Turn the lights off. And they're the glowing pellets of the airsoft (laughs) (laughs) that had been embedded into the walls and the floor and the roof. So, Good I, job, guys. Good yeah. job. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I think there is ghosts there. Yeah. I think, like, because I mentioned before, that the lady that died who was hit by a d- dump truck, many people leaving the premises have
2: seen her. Like, I feel more people are susceptible to seeing ghosts if they're more open up to the situation. Yeah,
0: but at the same time, I'm very sceptical about the murder rap. I don't think... Yeah. Like I said, I could find no evidence for that even in newspaper articles or anything. But I have a feeling that there are ghosts there because something that was built by so many people and was used for so specific reasons, there would be some, people would have some happy memories there even if it's just being with your friends at work because you, you can have friend, like fun at work with friends. Yeah, absolutely. Even if it was guttering out shit and <laughs> rock and sandstone. But I just don't think it's what Most Haunted portrayed it to be no and I know by Nick's face that as a sceptic he believes none of that
1: I just I just I mean it's it's I guess the, th- the thing is I wanted uh, to see what what people have gone in and come out with that's more than stories or thought, uh, the way they felt or because on The Most Haunted they said well we're all getting headaches and well, you're in an enclosed space underground the oxygen level is going to be pretty low so of course you're going to get headaches but they put it down to some kind of psionic yeah yeah uh, energy that yeah. the spirits would, you know it's probably you're just you know you're in a closed place with low oxygen levels
0: and it's not just that is that <coughs> claustrophobia like if you don't experience claustrophobia really and you're in a small space it comes through as headaches and sh- like tight chest and mm-hmm. short breath yeah. so it could have been that
1: it could be anything i mean the, the, yeah. the, <coughs> it's not on skeptics to to prove whether it's, it's people who are proposing it as a place that's apparently Fested with yeah. spirits to prove that that's the case that it is, and they should I, do everything they can, more than just you know collecting stories to try and try and But prove there are
0: very few ghost stories that I can find about Draco tunnels. I just found it interesting because it was quite close to us, and that it was a a nuclear bunker, b mm. a it's shadow factory
1: love together yeah. yeah
2: it but, just sounds like a really interesting place but it's just a cold war yeah you look like <laughs> a cold
0: war it's just that to me a hundred percent like don't get me wrong i believe in ghosts but a hundred percent i kind of need more documented proof and for me researching it that was very little yeah a lot of it relies on the most haunted episodes
2: which they glamorize so much of it yeah. for tv which yeah. is un-, un i can't even think of the word now Was it and, and unreliable, or, or,
0: or reliable. Reliable. maybe
1: we should come up with some kind of rating system. We rate each
0: okay? Yes, so <laughs> out on off. this right at uh, one to ten, one no, being not the out one out
1: of ten, it's got to be something more abstract than that. Out of one
0: to twelve, out of one to thirteen, no,
1: like a uh, out of
0: one to go-tastic. spooky to gore tastic, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Casper to gore tastic, well, that's or Casper, Casper to be your ghost. I
1: give it a. Burnt toast out of Casper.
0: <laughs> How many Caspers is one burnt toast? I don't
1: know. I'm trying to think of abstract uh, okay, increments s- of measurement for this scale.
2: I don't know. We could do it like 1 to 10, but we can do Galtastic being 10 and Casper being Well, why don't we stick to
1: something bullshit to.
2: <laughs> <laughs> bullshit is if it's not scary
0: and no fuck.
1: Okay, bullshit oh, fuck. to f- oh fuck. Bullshit to oh fuck. That's a good score system.
0: Yeah. <laughs> On the scale of no. Casper,
1: no, not Casper. We're not. Oh, we're, we're
0: not doing Casper. We're doing
1: on the scale of this is bullshit.
0: Okay, yeah, two, two oh oh, fuck. Sh- oh fuck! Okay,
1: I give it a uh, just above so you, bullshit.
0: Okay, you're basically a one.
1: It's not one. Stop using. Okay, it. okay. no, but an we need abstract. to
0: give everybody a reference of no, where you just you okay, give it, you know, okay. It's an so I'm giving it system. a um. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. I feel like it's a uh, yeah, yeah. I get that. Mm, Closer yeah. towards oh fuck! Closer towards oh fuck! Fuck, but I'd only say about halfway. Okay. See,
0: mine's in between. Like, okay, yeah. mine's closer to oh fuck than it is uh bullshit.
2: I am most, I am more likely to to follow other people that have said it more than the. I'm saying bullshit to most haunted. Basically. Yeah, I'm <laughs> saying bullshit
0: to most haunted. But the other people, I'm like mm, okay, yeah,
2: it's it's plausible. I, yeah. I can see it. I can see it.
0: Well, that wraps up my tale of the Drake Low tunnels with Yay! our outstanding Yay! review. Woo-woo-woo. So, so quick social media plug. You can find us on Twitter at
1: ccnc podcast
0: and you can find us on facebook at crime creeps and coffee podcast and you can find us on instagram at crime underscore creeps underscore and underscore coffee Yay. and with that we're gonna sign off, That's it. We'll see you creepers later the next time creepers? i
1: don't Wait. like i don't think we should call people
0: oh creepers. shush it's fine okay bye, bye guys bye, bye. <laughs>